Guys, today is finally the day. We are starting our fantasy football rankings. And, you know, we just have to make it right and start it off with the quarterback. But we just want to let you guys know, before we start these rankings on the podcast, that you can check these rankings out on our website by becoming a member. Go to our members-only page, and we have cheat sheets on there for you guys. But starting it off at 15, and I'm going to go 15 to 11, and then Lou and Kev, you guys can jump in. I have to go Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones at 15, no bias there. I just think he has some potential to do some special things in New York. Uh, 14, I have Jared Goff. 13, I have Kirk Cousins. 12, I got Josh Allen. And Tom Brady, I have 11. I really think that Tom Brady still does have the potential to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback. There's a lot of guys in different scenarios, um, and I just really can't put them higher until I can actually see what the Bucks are like because we've seen a lot of these power teams, these teams that, that are deemed Super Bowl ready before the season, and then when play actually comes to shove, it was just a great team on paper. Lou, I know you'll agree with me on that, so why don't you jump in with your rankings next? Yeah, Steve, honestly, and um, to your first point about Daniel Jones, I don't have him in my top 15, but he's not far off. You guys can check the website out, see where I have him. Uh, but yeah, he's not far off, Steve, at all. I think he's going to have a great second year. But to kick it off, I have Kirk Cousins at 15. They obviously lost Diggs, but I mean, they have Justin Jefferson now, and him and Diggs didn't have great chemistry anyway, so I don't think he'll, his fantasy value will take too much of a hit, and he'll still be great for big yards. Uh, at 14, Steve, I have Goff. I like him this year. I know me and you are on the same page with the Rams because it's kind of do or die over there. 13, I have Stafford. Uh, the injuries and COVID are like the only things that prevent me from putting him higher because he does have a great core of offensive pieces around him, and we saw what they can do uh, last season. I mean, Galladay was a bona fide number one for most of the season, you know, so really like them next year, at least for offensive purposes. I have Wentz at 12, and, and we just got good news that Miles Sanders will be ready to start the season, as he tweeted out, so that's dope. And then Steve, same as you, I have Brady at 11, uh, and he's only that high because of the pieces around him, but like you said, it, it has to pan out first, so I think putting him in the top seven is just impossible at this point in time. Just before, you know, we really see it, you know what I mean? Because I, I think he does have the potential, but being based off of what we saw last year, yeah, the receivers aren't as talented as the group he has now, but a lot of his balls were flat, and it wasn't the best Tom Brady that we've seen. And his balls usually, re regardless of the receiver play, really stand out to us, but they haven't. And Lou, as far as Matthew Stafford, I have him right at 16, so uh, I'm right there with you. They do, they do have more of a young core, and they'll be more prepared to run the ball this year with their draft picks and, and hopefully some healthy O-line play. But, Kev, why don't you hop in with, with 15? All right, you two. I apologize in advance because I'm sure my list is going to drive you crazy at some points. But they don't call me Kevy Kellerman for nothing. <laughs> so, at 15, I got the Italian stallion, Jimmy G. I know that's low. I like that. But I – couldn't keep him out of the top 15 and the guys I have ahead of him, I think just have slightly better receivers and, you know, just different aspects, not taking anything away from Jimmy G, but he's coming in at 15 at 14. I got golf 13. I got Stafford 12. I got cousins and 11. I got the Eagle that has yet to fly Carson Wentz. Kev, that's not bad. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on that. And, and honestly, I respect the Jimmy G at 15. I have him a little lower on my rankings. You guys can go to the website to check that out. But no, I like that. Lou, what do you, what do you have a Kev's first round? All good there? I don't mind him. No, I, I think Jimmy G could be 
a solid fantasy option. I, I think I'll say this. I, I like Stafford at 13. I have him there. And then Wentz at 11, I like, but their old line is still shaky and their defense is just terrible. So I, I, I like, I like Kev's list for the most part, but if Brady's in that top seven, we get an issue. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Or Kev's in Portland now. Big closet Portland fan. I'll hop in with 10. In 10, Kev, I got one. So you got him at 11. I got him at 10. I think his ceiling is a little higher than, than a lot of these guys, but he usually doesn't get the help around him to really show that. I think Costa Wentz does have potential to be a top seven fantasy guy, quarterback in the NFL, however you want to play it. Just like we said, with the proper weapons, Alshon Jeffrey, I think, is three or four years past his best ball. And Lou, I know you can attest to that as well. Uh, Miles Sanders, guys, hold on. I I still have to stop this for a second because there was a lot of slander going on that Miles Sanders can be a better running back than Saquon this year. And I highly respect Miles Sanders. But Saquon was the Penn State guy that did it first. I mean, Miles Sanders really learned a lot from Saquon. So just had to really get that out there. But, yeah, back to the rankings, 1 to 10, leave it at that. Matt Ryan at 9, Aaron Rodgers at 8. Yes, that might be low, but there was a lot of guys that have a lot of foot potential, getting rushing yards uh, and all that type of stuff. And we haven't really seen the same elite Aaron Rodgers. So I, I really do think that at a point in time we still can. But, I mean, Green Bay is more ready to build for the future rather than try and go get a Super Bowl with Mr. Discount Double Check. So, I don't really know what's going on there. At seven, I have Drew Brees. I think he's set up in a great position this year. But as far as the Saints go, I mean, it's Super Bowl or bust for them. We all know what Drew Brees can do when he's on with Michael Thomas. And only adding Emmanuel Sanders to the whole picture just just gives it all the more potential. And then finishing up at six, this guy was a, a top three, top four fantasy quarterback a lot last year. But the team severely underperformed. And that's Dak Prescott. I mean, Dak really does have the arm potential. He has the feet potential. He, he could score rushing touchdowns. He can really tally up some sneaky rushing yards. I think you can trust Dak to be your fantasy quarterback one. Yeah, Steve, honestly, I, I, like, I like the middle of your list there. I'll say this, though. I do have Rodgers at, at 10, but I, I think that's high. I mean, I, I think you have him a little high, to be honest. That's my only gripe with that list. And honestly, Steve, it's just because, like, he has a chip on his shoulder, and, and I feel like he could try to just shut up the doubters. But, like, how many years are we going to keep saying this? Like, oh, he's going to shut everybody up. He's going to just go full Aaron Rodgers mode and take over. And it's like, he can't really do that anymore. We don't know if he can in a new system. But I think he has the upside. But consistency, Steve, remember last year it was one game he's great, one game he's terrible. And then there was only one game where he was phenomenal. It was versus Oakland. Oh, so. I- I wouldn't be surprised, Steve, if, if Brady has a, a much better year than him this season. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And then at, at nine, I have Josh Allen. Uh, I know, he's got a new weapon. They're a better team. They're more experienced. He's had a, more experience with Sean McDermott. So I, I really think the sky's the limit for Buffalo if they can keep that defense as strong as it is. Then I have Matt Ryan at eight, dude. And, and no matter how bad the Falcons are, Matt Ryan is going to give you 280 plus and two touchdowns a game. It's just a fact of life. There's going to be a pick with it. They're going to get beat by 30. He's going to get sacked four times, but he's going to put up ridiculous numbers. And I think with Todd Gurley there, he's going to have a lot of nice screen passes going into the end zone. 
And then at seven, I have Deshaun Watson. Uh, no D-hop, I think, hurts, but I think Brandon Cooks will be great on the streaks down the field. He, he's so fast, uh, and I think Deshaun will give him time to kind of break away and separate the way he does. And then, I don't know, Steve, I wanted to put Deshaun higher, but I just can't because I don't think the leg production will be there as much with, with the O-line. And then at six, Steve, I have Dak Prescott as well. I completely agree with you. He, he's a fantasy QB one, dude. They did nothing but get better. The team underperformed, you're right, but statistically, he, he was very good. And if they can even perform to their expectations, he's going to have some really nice numbers to go along with that. No, I feel you, Lou. And just I want to go back to the Aaron Rodgers because that was that was the first part of it all. There was definitely like a part of me that, that wanted to – I have Josh Allen at 12. Um, and I know you had Josh Allen right before Rodgers. And there was a part of me that wanted to switch those two guys because I feel like it could be debated back and forth either way. But I still, I still want to see see it from Josh Allen. Just like I said, I want to see it with Brady on a new team. Um, before yeah, I, I agree with that. Top ten fantasy quarterback, and I don't disagree with you having him at, at what eight or nine, something like that. So, so that's fine. Uh, Matt Ryan, you definitely hit the nail on the head. I mean, he's missed a consistency. Whether the team's good or bad, he's going, he's going to put up numbers. And then, yeah, with, with Deshaun, I got you. Deshaun's still in my top five because I feel like he does have. Um, a little bit of that potential to put put that Superman cape on and put the team on his back, but usually that leads to an injury. So I, I mean, I, I feel like I've been hinting at that with the Texans for a little bit now, but I still think he has the potential with the guys if they can stay healthy to have good fantasy numbers. I just don't think it'll translate to positive team wins. But Kev, yeah, for sure, for sure. Kev, why don't you come in with your 10 to 6? So before I dive into all of them, I just want to I wanna talk about the guy I have at 10, and I want to kind of see how you guys are failing because I feel like for some of the fantasy rankings I've seen, people have him higher, but I feel like some lists leave him off completely. So that's why I kind of want to talk about this guy because it's kind of up in the air right now, but I think he's going to have a very good season, especially with some of the assets he got in the offseason, and that's Kyla Murray. So before I dive into the rest of them, how are you guys feeling about, about Kyler this season? That's low. Uh, yeah. That's low. I, I got Kyler pretty high, Kev. So I don't hate you for having him there, but I definitely think that his expectation should probably be around like at least 4,000 passing yards. I mean, he's going to have 25 total touchdowns to say the least in that offense. And that's without adding in uh, rushing yards. Lou, would, would you attest to that? Oh, yeah, he, he's real high on my list. Oh, yeah, he's Steve, he's set for a big year. And like you said, it's all expectations. Uh, and the pieces that he have has are great. But it has to pan out like we were talking about with the Bucks. But, yeah, he's uh, definitely up there on my list. Before you hop in, I don't know how much of Kyla Murray you saw last year. But I, I would say, like, something that he has as a strength that a lot of guys don't is, yeah, he might be small. Like, I know as, as a quarterback, people will see that as a disadvantage. But he's really quick and agile. And, you know, when, when you have these big pass rushers that are just so used to going after pocket guys, he can, he can make a miss in, in literally a half a second just from his agility and quickness alone. He does have rushing talent, but like I said, I feel like he's more elusive and agile and, and to, to that extent to moving outside the pocket rather than being so brave like Lamar to just take off and run like that. But he, he can do both very well. And as a, a top pick in, in the NFL draft, I mean, the expectations are, are the sky's the limit, you know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And I had, I actually had Kyler as 
either my starter or I think he might have became my uh, starter in midway through the season last year, but he started off as my backup. So I did watch him a little bit, but I definitely, I definitely feel where you guys are coming from having him higher. Again, I think he's going to have a really good year. I think the only reason I really didn't put him higher is just because of expectation. I mean, I feel like the guys that I have ahead of him, we've already seen what they can do and stuff, but I'm definitely with you guys as far as, you know, expecting a, a big year out of him and, Hopefully, come this time in, in, in a month or two, he'll be in the top five. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. But that's enough with Kyler. So to jump through my uh, nine through six, at nine, I got Dak. Eight, I got Maddie Ryan. Seven, I got the, the Billy Goat, Tom Brady. And at six, I got Aaron Rodgers. I want to hear what Lou has about my Brady at seven. Lou right on cue at seven. You called it. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's justified but I think it's possible. Like, like the upside of him is top five, but I can't like just be like, okay, yeah, sure. It's going to be the best, the best version of Tom Brady we've seen in a couple of years. Like I can't say that, but I don't hate it at seven. I dislike Rogers, Rogers at six much more. Yeah. I honestly, I honestly fail you for feeling that way about those two guys in the ranking. Kev, I, I would, I know you said you didn't know um, about Kyler yet, but I would definitely slide him you know, above those two guys. And if they slide back a couple of spots, I feel like, you know, that, that might a more accurate 10 to six, but, but it's okay. We, uh, we'll take it. I know. I just want to, so one thing about the, the Brady thing, and I know we joke around a lot, but in all seriousness, I, I just, I feel like with Brady, like, obviously like, like Lou said, I'm not expecting to see the best version of Tom Brady, but I feel like with guys like, like Chris Godwin and, and Mike Evans with, you know, just how good they are and getting yards after the catch. I feel like fantasy wise, it'll be one of the better seasons that Brady's had in the last couple of seasons, just because of the weapons he has on offense. But I definitely agree. I don't think, I don't think he's, you know, the best version of himself right now, but I think just like I said, I mean, those guys both put up huge numbers Then having Gronk back, having the guys in the backfield that they have. I just think it'll be a pretty decent season for Brady, you know, compared to his last two. So that's the only reason I had him there. No, Kev, it's very possible, too, because, I mean, this could be, you know, a touchdown-heavy season for, for Tom Brady, you know? Like, they could find ways to get up up and down the field, and they could lean more on their, their passing offense in the red zone because we know the history with the Tampa Bay ground game. Uh, we know that they said that uh, Ronald Jones was going to be the one, but he really hasn't excelled in that role yet. I know they signed Shady. I know they drafted that kid, Vaughn, and that's supposed to be a stud, too. But they really could. I just... The reason why I still have him back is because I don't think we're going to get back like the same Gronkowski where he's, you know, dominating, getting 15 touchdowns. I still think that Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and Zach Ertz are, are much, much higher um, on the rankings than a Gronk is. But he's still going to be uh, an elite difference maker inside that red zone. Um, but our, our tight end rankings are next. You guys will hear that after you hear our quarterback rankings. But like I said, let's get back into the top five. And at five, I got Deshaun Watson. Lou touched upon him a little bit, um, and I'm just going to brush up on it. The team expectations I do not have set high, but the personal expectations for Deshaun Watson are always going to be excellence. Um, that's just his potential. I mean, he's, he's a top guy, and, and he's a competitor. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. Sometimes that causes him to get hurt and, and get outside the pocket and take unnecessary hits. But you can't, you can't knock the guy for wanting to be better. At four... Kev, here's where I have Kyla Murray, and yes, that might be high, but you know, I really think that this is his potential, adding DeAndre Hopkins, having a Christian Kirk, 
Larry Fitzgerald's your third receiver, and you can line him up in the slot or the outside. They made a decision with their running back, and they don't have to force feed David Johnson anymore. They have Kenyon Drake. Kyler is going to be more experienced. So I really think that he could be the guy that can really shake up the quarterback rankings this year and be a top three guy consistently. At three, I have Russell Wilson. And the reason why I go Russell here is, yes, we talk about the Seahawks and how elite Russell is. Um, He's probably the second or third best quarterback. Lou would attest that he's the first. Um, But when we're just talking fantasy, I have to put these two guys before him, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Lamar's rushing ability just adds extra points to the touchdowns he produces in the offense circled around him. So that's why I have to go in that direction of Lamar above Russ. And then Patrick Mahomes, I mean, no one really throws as many touchdowns as Mahomes does. We're talking about 50 in his first year in the league. So I have to have him up there with that big playability for Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be a huge weapon in that offense, especially with Damian Williams opting out. Um, That's going to be a running back that's going to be a top 10 potential guy that you'll be able to get in the fourth, fifth round of your fantasy drafts. So make sure you stick to your guts and you draft all the right guys at the right time. But let's hail lose 5-1. to one. All right, so yet again, Drew Brees has absolutely the king's ransom for an offensive unit. I mean, what else can he have? You know what I mean? He has a top five running back, arguably, that can catch, block, and run the football between the tackles. He's got a new Emmanuel Sanders. He has Jared Cook, a good tight end, and arguably the best wide receiver on the planet. I mean, I have to have him in the top five just because it's it's flooded. You know what I mean? And I just think that the O-line's going to hold up per usual. I don't know if Breeze is going to hold up arm strength-wise for the whole season, but he doesn't really have to with the way they run their offense. But, dude, I you honestly can't get a better offensive core around a young uh, – I mean, an old veteran quarterback. At four, Steve, I have Russ. I, I can't put him ahead of any of the guys. I have one, two, and three just because I think Seattle's going to be what they were when he won the Super Bowl. I mean, I think they're going to be a run-first team that relies on their defense and getting turnovers. And they just got Jamal Adams, and they may be the scariest defense around outside of the Ravens now as far as how bad they can hurt you and create big plays on that end. I mean, I think it's going to – we're not going to see Russ go back to what he was, but – He's going to make his magical plays, but they're going to be a run-first offense. There's nothing wrong with that, but he's going to get his fantasy points. And then at three, I have Kyle Murray. I, I have huge expectations, whether it's on the feet, the screen game. Now they have D-Hop. Larry Fitzgerald's still a great veteran. Christian Kirk is still there, I mean, as a solid three. I really like what the, what the Cardinals have done. And offensively, they have big expectations, and I hope they meet them. Two, I have Lamar Jackson. I think we'll see a little regression from uh, the MVP status, but that's nothing to be ashamed of. He's going to throw maybe a couple more touchdowns. I don't know if he'll run as many in because teams may see that coming more often than not. He'll surprise them with more passing. Uh, and then in one, I have Mahomes. I mean, dude's a scoring machine. If, if he's healthy the whole season, I mean, 50 touchdowns isn't in question again. No, it definitely isn't. And Lou, Lou I like those rankings. Definitely don't have, don't have anything to say against that. Kev, I do have to say before you start, you are 5-1. to one. I'm very, very surprised. And proud, but I definitely thought that you would have argued this. You don't have Cam Newton in your top 15. No, I don't. And it, Steve, you know that hurt me not to put him in there. You know it did. But just honestly, the way the Pats are looking right now. Now, I don't have any doubt in my mind that Cam's going to have a decent to good year. You know what I mean? But going into it with their offense and 
everything going on. I just, I really just couldn't find myself to put him in there over any of these guys. You know what I mean? No, I def get you. And I feel like if the, if the Patriots focus more on trying to sign like receivers instead of tossing money at Lamar Miller, when you already have a first round pick in Sony Michelle, a draft pick that hasn't played yet in Damian Harris, James White, Rex Burkhead. I mean, I, I know Brandon Bolden just opted out, but I mean, you're talking about five or six running backs already. So I didn't really understand the whole Lamar Miller signing, even though I think he still is a good player. But but I definitely think if they went and signed like a Taylor Gabriel at receiver, it would have gave Cam Newton more of a weapon on top of a Julian Edelman. I know they want to see more steps from their young receiver they drafted last year. But when he was on the field, he really didn't impress us. So I understand not having him out in your top 15. I have him just outside of mine. The potential is definitely there. All three of us know that. We just have to see it. All right, so here's where Kevy Kellerman comes in best because I know I got this guy lower than anybody on the planet. But at number five, I got the MVP, Lamar Jackson. Wow. And the only reason I have him that low is because I need to see more from him throwing-wise. I, there's no doubt in my mind that if he throws more and more consistent and has more success throwing this year, that he'll definitely be, you know, a one or two top quarterback in the league. But coming into the season, I know he does what he does with his feet, but I need, I just need to see him do more throwing because I don't know if the, I don't know if their offense can, you know, keep that sustainability the way it was last year with the read options and the quarterback draws and stuff like that. So I just need to see him throw more, but definitely, you know, talent wise, definitely agrees a top three quarterback, but just need to see more from him throwing wise at number four. I got Deshaun Watson at three. I got breeze. And then at two and one, I got Wilson. And then obviously Patrick Mahomes. Not bad, Kev. Not bad. Lou, you got anything to say about his top five? No, I don't. It's all right for now. Guys, it was finally fun to start talking about fantasy rankings. If you guys want to see our rankings, like I said, go to our website, become a member, go to the members only page, and you guys will see all three of our rankings. We have quarterbacks down to 1 to 25. We have running backs 1 to 50. Receivers 1 to 50. Tight ends down to 20. Anything you guys need, it's all on there since the sandbox.net. But we're out. We're on to our fantasy rankings for our tight ends since the sandbox. Peace.